Tom Brady gets a massive deal. That's it. That's the statement. 10 years, $375 million. We'll talk about it here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On NFL on a Wednesday where you make us your first listen of the day. I am Tony Wiggins. He is James Rapine, and we appreciate you joining this daily podcast, reminding you that we are free on all platforms and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. James, what's going on, man? Not much, my man. Uh, counting my nickels and dimes and wondering uh, how I'm ever going to get to that, that long Brady money because he's got uh, – well, he just doubled his net worth, it seemed like. And I know he was worth a lot with Giselle, but my God. the uh, And you mentioned it, $375 million over 10 years. You know that's more than he's made in his NFL contracts by about $80 million? He's made roughly $296 million in NFL contracts, not including endorsements. This dude's going to get that and then some when he does join Fox Sports as a color analyst. He's still got another year to play in Tampa, and he's going to walk right into – just imagine. You got 375 coming to you, right? Yeah, yeah. And you still got to go to work every day and have uh, 25 car accidents every Sunday. I I mean, I might be inclined to be like, (laughs) you know what, bro? Um, I'm going to go on over here and, and do this other thing real quick. And let somebody else and, and make it look like you're just giving Kyle Trask an opportunity. I'm going to give Kyle his shot and I'm going to go over here and uh, get these 37.5 per year. But the number shocked me because yeah, I almost we, we talked about it. I said, I wonder what Peyton turned down because Peyton to me is like really, really, really. He has a goofy, entertaining side that he's actually shown you. Tom mm-hmm. has not really ever been that way, even though he. Tom is almost like the most interesting man in the world persona type dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily come across well other than getting, you know, getting hammered at the Super Bowl celebration and some of his tweets. But, you know, tweeting and 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 social media and and playing music videos doesn't necessarily equate to that thing that makes you great on television. We've seen mm-hmm. other guys, Joe Montana was terrible at it when he was on TV and Dan Marino was just okay. I can't I can't fathom that Tom Brady at some point has convinced someone that he's going to actually be really, really good at at TV. You can't Mm -hmm. see. I can. I think he's plug and play. I think if people think Tony Romo is good, by the way, Tony Romo kind of limped into the offseason. Wasn't that great to me in the AFC title game. Didn't know certain players on the rosters and things like that. I think Brady is going to have all that preparation. He's more cerebral than Tony Romo, certainly from a quarterback standpoint. So if he wants to call out plays, he'll be able to do that. Um, but I actually, I think Brady's kind of funny, right? I mean, this is a dude that, and I forget which was it Jimmy Kimmel or, or uh, Fallon or one of these guys. And he chugged a beer. Maybe it was Letterman, but he chugged mm. a beer, right? Like he does stuff like that. Like, I don't know, man. Like I, I think he's, he's got that side to him, but it was shut off for so long 
and because he was just so football, football, football. And then the past, I don't know, eight years or so, you've seen Tom Brady do what? Every commercial imaginable, much like Peyton Manning for the majority of his career. And, and, and Brady, he's starting to branch out some. And uh, at the same time, I, I still think he's got his eyes on another Super Bowl ring because this dude, he's got the TB12 sports, uh, the TB12 method. He's going to be the highest paid and is the highest paid now. Uh, broadcaster in television and history. So think about that, you know, sports broadcaster. And so, I mean, he, he's got so many different things rolling all of a sudden. I think we're going to get to know Tom Brady really well, really quickly. Uh, and I won't be shocked one bit if, if he, uh, if he's the best from the jump, I will say this too, as far as Peyton, I don't think Peyton Manning got offered anything like this and not because networks aren't high on Manning because of course you're right I think he'd be a plug and play great 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 color analyst really from the jump but the difference is is how much the market has changed over the past I don't know three months mm -hmm. Troy Aikman leaves his Fox Joe Buck leaves Fox and they both get huge deals at ESPN and so Fox is like all right well we how do we top that what are we going to do and let's just make Tom Brady the highest paid ever and get him locked up now so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's wild, wild, wild market. Good for, it's a, good for it, Tom Brady. Yeah, it, it's amazing, though, in the day and age of information, right, that fans actually want the ultimate guy who can actually tell you exactly what's going on to explain every single nuance and every single aspect of what they see. Uh, because we went – we we went for a time. We went with uh, like when I was a kid, it was Howard Cosell, and Howard mm -hmm. Cosell was super super entertaining. But he was a journalist, right? And he was yep. super super entertaining. And then we had this long stretch. You know, it was Frank Gifford and those guys. And then it was John Madden. And so John Madden was the information guy, but he was also really really engaging and really really funny. And then we went through this spell. And if you recall, they kept trying to find someone whether it was Dennis Miller, Tony Kornheiser. Yeah. It was all of these dudes and they were, they were the journal guys again, or the comedians or this personality. I thought at some point, believe it or not, the way they were going, they were going to try Stephen A. Smith. I'm, I'm telling you. And I was just going to be like, Oh my God, because I, I don't need yeah. fluff and entertainment. I want information that you make yep. funny. So, yep. The guys that do it real well for me in, in both boxing, basketball, that's why I love those. That's why I love Barkley and, and, and Charles because it's entertaining, mm -hmm. but it's also sort of gregarious and funny in their personalities. I don't need the stuffy guy. So my thing is hopefully what we see with Brady, we see the loose Tom Brady. We yeah. see a little bit of the Tom Brady that was chugging beers, like you said, and was needed to be carried off of the boat at the Super Bowl party and Hopefully we see a little bit of that, Tom Brady, because I like the information and I'd like you to explain it, but I don't like you to be all stuffy and I don't like it to be forced. And I thought with Dennis Miller, it was forced. And with Kornheiser, it, I was used to Kornheiser from D.C. from listening to him when he was on the radio there. That's, that, that's not Monday Night Football type stuff. So I think it'll work. I definitely think it'll work with these guys. But it's funny now. You got Troy Aikman and you got Tony Romo and you got Tom Brady. I'm just trying to figure out who's going to be next. Aaron Rodgers, hey, he hosted Jeopardy. He might yeah. be able to get get into the booth. 
and do it because that's kind of on the fly, even though it's recorded. But I also think he's the smart kind of guy who can give you that kind of content and make you laugh a little bit too. Yeah. To me, it's going to be, you know, Brady is going to put in the work and it does take work and you don't just do it and you don't just roll out there every Sunday or Monday or, you know, whatever game he'd be calling that week and do it. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Right. Uh, Madden put in the work, but he also had that entertainment entertaining side. So two things, one, ask Drew Brees how hard it is to translate. Right. So to me, if I'm Fox and signing Brady to this deal, maybe they auditioned him. And, and did something because Drew Brees is stiff as a board up there. And I'm not knocking him. Because I like it takes what he time. says, though, but you're right. He is a little but, stiff. Yeah. So he'll get there. But to your point about Brady, if he's going to be great at this, it's got to be Tom Brady unleashed. And so if I'm, uh, you know, the COO at Fox and I've met with Brady and his representatives, I would have that at the top of the PowerPoint that we're going to pay you 10 years, $375 million so we can give the world a look at Tom Brady that no one else has, Mm -hmm. right? You you mentioned John Madden and it's the Turkey leg and it's all these different things. And it's, you know, the way he describes things. And, and so I do think Brady has that side to him, but he's got to be willing to show it because we haven't fully seen it. And I think that's the intrigue uh, with Brady potentially, you know, and and not potentially uh, going to Fox sports, 10 years, $375 million Fox. Wow. Spending a, a lot of money. Uh, on the quarterback, a lot of coaches, by the way, got money this offseason mm-hmm. and are in new places. We'll dive into some of them and some of the guys that, well, could get off the slow starts coming up next right here on Locked On NFL. But first, a word from Built Bar. You might not be on the TB12 plan, but you do need to be on the Built Bar plan because it's the number one protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories. I have a Built Bar each and every day, and you should too, whether it's after a workout, you want that protein punch or just in between meetings and you want a healthier snack. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Don't delay. Check them out right now at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Again, to get 15% off the number one protein bar on the planet, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. All right. We appreciate you making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. I am the host of Locked On Jaguars on a daily basis, and James is a co-host of Locked On Bengals. A lot has happened. The Jaguars are one of the teams that actually has a new coach. I think a new coach who has a Super Bowl coming to a franchise like Jacksonville, he ain't going to be on no hot seat. He's going to be given all the time in the world to get this thing right because they're low expectations but high hope. But there are some places where they have new coaches where if they don't get off to a very, very quick start, James, I think some places uh, would be upset. One of those places added a lot of players, spent a lot of currency on getting one of the most elite wide receivers in the league to go along with one of the wide receivers who really was a great rookie last year. That is Miami. I think Mike McDonald or Mike, Mike McDaniel. But Mike McDaniel <laughs> is going to have a bit of an issue if, and I know everybody wants to blame, they're going to want to blame it on Tua. Mm-mm. It is going to be on Mike McDaniel. One, because he got the job and he came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Two, it's how uh, Brian Flores was unceremoniously let go and the ac- ac- accusations that came along with it. But three, when you add Cheetah and you give up all of that currency and you have uh, Waddle and you go out and get Teron Armstead, look, 
there's going to be pressure to win right away, especially in a division that no longer has Tom Brady, where the Jets are not very good. And even though Buffalo's that team that everyone expects to be good, Miami cannot continue to do what they have been doing, or they're going to blame Mike McDaniel every single second. Here's the other reason why that seat is probably a little hot, because the guy we talked about in segment one, Tom Brady, well, the rumor had it, and it seems pretty clear that he wanted to end up in Miami with Sean Payton as the head coach. And uh, last I checked, yeah, Tom Brady might walk off into the sunset after 2022. Would it be crazy if he said, you know what? I still have this deal with Fox. I'm going to push it back another year, and I'm going to go to the Dolphins, and I'm going to play for a season, and I want to play with Sean Payton. So that that's the other part of it is if you're really the Dolphins in general, but certainly Mike McDaniel, you want to get off to a good start show that you can get the most out of Tua. Even if Tua isn't your long-term term answer at quarterback, think about the way Sean McVay had an instant impact on Jared Goff when he got to the Rams. I totally agree with you. You know, you, you certainly, if you're Miami, want to see them take a step forward. And they have been competitive in recent years. It's not like they've been awful under Brian, Brian Flores, so there is some pressure there. And, and that's the point. The point is they have not been awful, and they fired the guy. And now you come in and you're this hot shot. You're the guy nobody expected. Young-looking dude, you know, being all hip at the press conference. See, stuff like that is cool and it's funny until you don't win and it doesn't work. Then it's like, okay, we don't want to hear any more slang. We don't want to hear any more rap music. We don't hear that. You need to tell us what you're going to do. And if Tua doesn't improve, they're going (laughs) to come down on him. I'm going to tell you, uh, a veteran quarterback, do do you have a rookie, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – we don't want to hear any more rap music because he no, said no, Mike you make, Jones. You, yeah, he you said making, Mike Jones. Yeah, you're making all of these references and you endearing yourself to us. But let me tell you how people <laughs> look at stuff like that. Look, they, they side eye like, oh, you're just trying to be Mike too Jones. cool. You're trying to be cool with us, right? So all of that stuff is good and fun until the actual thing you're there for doesn't happen. And then they're like, let him say something else like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I agree with you. I get it. I get it. I uh, so. I have a couple for you. I have a couple coaches I'll name, and it's it's different circumstances, uh, but but it's teams that have expectations, and there are some expectations in Miami, no doubt. But part of that is um, with Josh McDaniel or Mike McDaniel. I, man, I just uh, I just gave it up, Josh McDaniel's. That's one. All right, so let's dive into it. What happened in Denver? He flamed out. He was clearly in over his head. Uh, he, he's in the toughest division now in the NFL with the Raiders and he has the worst quarterback in that division. Now, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, right? No doubt about it. And some might say, well, Russell Wilson's worse than Derek Carr, whatever. On paper, he has the worst quarterback in the division. And um, so can you get the most out of Carr and get them to take the next step in Las Vegas? We'll see. The other one is in that division as well with the quarterback I just named, Russell Wilson. Is Nathaniel Hackett a good head coach? It's a good like, question. What? what do, what if they struggle out of the gate? Oh, they, they went with this offensive mind after Vic Fangio, and they go get Russell Wilson, and they got all these weapons, and it sounds great. It sounds awesome. What if Russell Wilson doesn't run it like he used to? Because mm-hmm. he hasn't in recent years, and that's hurt him. What if he still doesn't throw the ball over the middle of the field with all these weapons, right? K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton, all these guys, Jerry, Judy. I get it. I understand it. You know, the, the hype. But with hype comes expectations. So those are two guys I'd keep my eye on that could struggle out of the gate if 
Yeah, or or take some criticism out of the gate if those teams struggle. So there's some uh, veteran coaches that are in a worse situation because uh, their teams can readily get rid of them like tomorrow if they want to, if they don't get off to a good start. I had a list of dudes. I'm just going to get right to it. I think Matt Rule is an absolute trouble in Carolina, and that's mm-hmm. because I don't think they got a quarterback. I don't think they, fi- they fixed their quarterback situation. And then I've just been trying to scratch my head and figure out how what are they doing to build their team? And I don't like the way they're building their team. And I don't like the fact that they're giving away draft picks for guys that aren't being impactful, like C.J. Henderson, and they still need corners. And the other corner got hurt last year. To me, they're the one team that seems like when they build their team, they're cherry picking, and they still have not found a quarterback. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And that's why if you're – Baker Mayfield, as fun as it sounds to start this year, do you really want to end up there? Mm-hmm. Really want to like that's that's a crap situation, man. It's tough. I mean, I, I I was talking about potential destinations for Desmond Ritter before the draft, and I was like, man, that is the one I would not want to go to. And you know, they ended up taking a quarterback later, which is fine, right? You, you get your guy later. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's rough out there. Just ask Joe Brady, who got canned. Uh, long before his second year uh, was done in Carolina. A couple of other guys, and I don't want to pick yours, though. Do you have one other than Matt Rule? Because um, there are a couple other guys I'm sitting there thinking, I got the names on the tip of my tongue. Go ahead. And, uh, Mike McCarthy. Who else? Mm-hmm. In Dallas. Yep. I know you think I'm a closet Cowboy fan, but I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy might be in trouble. And he – I think he should be to a degree. I also think that the Cowboys just are, are never as good as people hype them up to be, including you. They're so talented. When, They're talented, that, though. Man, come on. They're fine. They're fine. Really? They're fine. I'm, what? What's wrong with fine? Fine's fine. I'm. So they're okay. Are they okay. the best team okay. in the NFC East? Are okay. they the best team in the okay. NFC okay. East? Okay, until are last they? year. The NFC, yes or no? The NFC East. They were, had them in Philly. But last year, I guess what? Look, Dallas still made it to the quarterfinals of, of, the, of, of the, the the Eastern Conference last year, right? The quarterfinals of the Eastern Conference? What are we talking about right now? Didn't they, get, they, got, they got beat in a barn burner by the 49ers. They could have easily won that game. They got punched in the mouth by the 49ers and couldn't score. But, yeah. They could have right. won that game late, you know. Uh, could have. Right. They so it ain't like they, they, they could, Philly got punched in the mouth in Tampa. Well, it's Tampa. And you know what we're doing Tampa right now? Roll we, all these teams. We we this is this is this this show y'all getting today on Wednesday is usually this is a conversation James and I have all the time. So we ain't yeah. gonna cut it. We ain't gonna cut it. We ain't gonna edit it. We ain't gonna change it. This is exactly how we talk to each other all the time. I just you're still buying Dak Prescott stock. I'm selling that thing. Are, are we yeah. sure? Whatever. He's Jimmy G or, or uh, Kirk he's Cousins. Be- he's or- better. He's well, better. Than is him, he? Man. He's better. He's better than both of them. Yeah, is he better man. than Jalen Hurts? Yeah, he's better than Jalen Hurts. Is he? And I don't because even want to. I don't even want to. Why? I don't why even like Dallas, than- dude. I I can't stand the Cowboys. Hell why is yeah, he he's better than Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Why? He's more accurate. He he's had all these weapons for years. What? what- are we talking right. about rings in Dallas. 
right. We I don't I'm know just, why we're talking about Zach. Zach ain't even our subject, but I knew it. I knew I see, but I knew I knew how your little brain works. I knew as soon as my I say something brain. good about my as little soon as, brain. As soon as I say something good about cowboys, you're gonna turn this into me loving them. And I don't you love Tony Cowboy, <laughs> Tony Dallas. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I whatever you whatever you want to say, but the Eagles are gonna win that division. And it, don't get me. I might. I might pick Carson Wentz to finish ahead of Dak Prescott. Don't you dare! Don't you <laughs> dare! Any, uh, anyways, yeah. Before, you know before I go too crazy, go you ahead. You know what? Guess what our third topic is about. Our third topic is about the best rookie that did not get picked in the first or second round. And you know why I'm moving my head like this? Because I'm gonna choose the dude in our third segment that plays for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> All right, Tony, segment three, your your cowboy loving continues, apparently, which, uh, man, Dak Prescott, what, third best quarterback in that division? I don't know. It might be. The I, ain't case. Arguing with you no my, I ain't arguing with you no more, but I tell you what, I tell you what, I wanted Jacksonville to draft the kid out of South Alabama. His name is Jalen Tober. Jalen Tober is a real, real good player. Six mm-hmm. three. About a buck ninety five, real smooth and real fluid. Here's why I think he's the one rookie that's going to break out, because they have C.D. Lamb, and of course they have Michael Gallup. But Michael Gallup's coming back from injury, and Michael Gallup seems like he's always hurt. But they traded away, obviously, uh, Amari Cooper, and they did not re-sign their other receiver. That I, I forgot the way the kid went, but the kid left, and I wanted him to come to Jacksonville as well. So. This kid, Tobert, walks right into Dallas as the third receiver, and with Gallup's injury history, he might end up – Cedric Wilson was the other guy that they lost. He might end up being number two really, really quickly. And if you're a team playing Dallas and you think you can take C.D. Lamb out of the game, that means the other guy's going to get one-on-ones. And one thing Jalen Tobert is really good at is 50-50 balls. I think Jalen Tobert not necessarily takes the league by storm, but of all the rookies not chosen in the first two rounds, I think he has a really good chance. I'm not going to argue by the way, if he's catching a lot of balls, Dallas is not playing well. I, I'm not going to argue against that. I will say uh, just one more slight there. You, you just kind of dismissed the idea. They, they traded Amari Cooper, the best receiver that you just named out of all of them, including C.D. Lamb as of today. That is the case. Now, long term, you would probably rather have Lamb. I get that age, all of those things. Let's make things. him more money. Let's make him more money. Tr- tr- traded Amari Cooper for what, what again? Fifth rounder? Oh, okay. Man, the decision makers in Dallas are – really wise and good at their jobs um, now I'll that you- i don't disagree with I, you are I, you, you are right and uh, yep. now we're we're cooking with grease because now i agree with you and that answers the question of why i think dak struggles uh when you think he struck i think it's all of that stuff you just mentioned leadership coaching i think it's all of that yeah and it, it certainly is a factor i'll give you another guy and, it, and it's kind of funny i i just caped for the eagles you, you cape every day of your life for the dallas cowboys so <laughs> naturally I mentioned an eagle after you mentioned a cowboy, the rookie. I think that uh, survived past the first two rounds. That's going to have a huge impact right away. Nicobe Dean, because yep. they, to me, they have a big front that's going to work. You get the kid from Georgia um, to to replace uh, what, what's the kid from Georgia's name? I forgot his thirteenth overall. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle. Jordan <laughs> yep. Davis. Davis, yeah. So you, you're able to get Davis, and that front man yeah, is tough. Man. Okay. Yeah, and so guess what Nicobe Dean's going to get to do? Float what he's ball. done his entire life, run and tackle. This dude might lead 
you know, the, the conference in tackles and it might not, but you know, it might not be that, but I think he's going to lead the Eagles in tackles. And I think he's going to have a, a, be a difference maker right away. Um, so sometimes you fall because of medicals. And so maybe that's me cheating a bit because he's really a top 30, top 40 player. Right. But that being said, I think Dean's going to be pretty damn productive. I think he's going to be very good also. And uh, not to toot your horn, but he probably would have been my second choice. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What's in what's in that thermos? Water. You act a little weird today. You sure ain't nothing in there? <laughs> you, you sure? You, you sure oh you, ain't, you you is it Mexican water or American t- water? T- t- Tony on the DAC attack today. Here we go. All okay, right. I'm just wondering, All man. Right. It's just, just water. Wondering. No, I'm 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 feeling good. You're just I'm surprised you're not down being a Cowboys fan. I ain't down and I ain't no Cowboy fan. It's all people about, in Jacksonville you know you're a Cowboys fan. It's all fan? about the Jaguars. No, there's a big bunch of people around here know I hate Dallas. I can't Man. stand them. So, you know, I'm just trying Fooled not to me. be I'm not trying to be biased. I don't hate the Bengals, so we all good, right? Do you have a Jerry Jones card? I do not. Like like a collector's owner's card. I don't even know if they make those, but you probably have one, huh? I do not. No. Jerry World. Have you tur- uh, toured Jerry World in your life? I have not, and, and I probably never will. No. no. I'm coming to Cincinnati to eat some Skyline, though. All right. That is, I'll, I'll treat my treat. If you come to Cincinnati, my treat. All right. Y'all got more than chili, though. Y'all got sandwiches and stuff up there, too? Yeah. we. No, we, yeah, we eat yeah, chili with every meal. Well, <laughs> I did watch a video yesterday of Philadelphia, <laughs> and on one street, there was like 75 cheesesteak places. So I'm just saying. Oh. Nah, we, we have plenty of different different food, good food. I got you. All right, Come man. up. All right. Hey, man, we thank y'all for joining us for our foolishness here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday, James and Tony. We got some stuff we got to go edit out, by the way. But you guys remember to tune in every single day and tune into the podcast every single day. Wherever you get your podcast, there's a different crew Monday through Friday, and uh, we're all pretty goofy. So, please, enjoy yourselves. Thank you for joining us on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. Until next week. From James and Tony, we're signing off. Y'all take care.